Hi, welcome to Intro to Adulting, a mother-daughter podcast. I'm Cecilia. And I'm Serena. And we just talk about everything um, relating to being an adult for the old adults like me and the young adults like my daughter. Um, and so we're glad that you could join us in our episode number seven. Woo-woo. I know, and I have good news. So we actually have... Um, Every week we want to try to get like one new listener a day mm-hmm. and we did and we have like 37 now. I'm so excited Yay. and we have somebody new in the Philippines that's, that's listening. So I'm so excited that we're reaching. Shout out to the Philippines. Yes. I know. So excited. So, um, thank you for our new listeners. I hope, um, you are not disappointed. So what's new with you, girlfriend? Um, I went back to work after being on spring break. So that's always hard to get back into the Did rhythm you have of goals it. for spring break. I did. did we I... talk about those before you? We well, talked about. We talked about that last week where I spring cleaned and stuff. And you gained weight. Yeah, and I gained weight. Yeah, but I bought a uh, walking pad. Oh yeah. And a walking treadmill thingy. Like a walking treadmill thingy, and then I was gonna buy like a little desk to go over it, but it was insanely expensive, and I refused to pay that much money. Oh, so you made that's so you made your own. Yeah, did you see it? I mean, well, I saw it. I thought you bought that though. No, I got some two by fours and some L brackets, and I went and bought like a little shelf thing that you put, typically put in your closet mm-hmm. and I built it so that's what I've been up to it's like a tall desk yeah that, like, can, stand. that she can stand but she walks on a treadmill yes so because I don't if I'm gonna walk I have to get up early in the morning because I'm not gonna go to the gym after work mm-hmm. and I don't want to really walk in the morning by myself because it's still dark and you know there's crazy people and serial killers and all that good stuff <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, crazy. it's just scary nowadays <laughs> well Maybe I'm kind of old, but still, you never know. I'll abduct anyone. <laughs> so, Seriously. So what have you been up to? Well, I'm getting ready to go out of town soon to see my best friend. I'm super excited. I'll be up there for a couple of days with her. Um, we're just going to probably go to a bunch of cute shops. She's been spending me a bunch of Instagram posts on like places up there of like bars and little spots. Um, so I'm getting like super excited. That'll be fun. How long are you going to be there? Uh, Four days. Four days? Yeah. Dang. So. Well, be careful. That kind of has to do with what I thought my topic would be for this week. And in talking to Serena, we decide, um, we actually discovered we kind of are talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have a theme today. Um, I was cleaning out my closet or all my books and just organizing some stuff that I hadn't unpacked yet from when we moved. And I came across this book. I know I gave this to you. Did you read it? The Gift of Fear. Yes. So it's called The Gift of Fear, Survival Signal, Survival Signals That Protect Us. It's by Gavin DeBecker. I gave this to you a long time ago. Did you? And I found it in a box in my closet. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you read it? I am not a reader. I try to read. I will. I want to be that one person that goes into coffee shops and is reading her book, drinking her latte, and like looks me. so mysterious. Yes, that looks like... <laughs> They're in a movie, but I literally have to force myself to read. I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. Like, I can't focus on a book. And I'll read a page, and I'm like, what the hell did I just because read? Because you have to get a good book. I've read what? the good books. No, not not what people say is a good book. You have to find a book that, that you tr- and you just lose yourself in. I love to read. So you had FaceTime to me. Mm-hmm. Like about a month ago, when you were at a vintage store. Oh yeah, it yes. was. Uh, that was on. Was it on Valentine's Day? Was that when you were treating yourself and you went shopping? Oh, I don't remember. And what you were day like, and then you texted me and you were, or we were Facetiming because you wanted me to look mm-hmm. at these clothes that you're trying on, and you're like, oh, I met two friends here, and I'm like, oh my god, 
because last week you mentioned that you were just talk to anybody and you're very friendly and you're very extrovert now and uh-huh. I'm total opposite. And so when you FaceTimed me and you know, I was like, Okay, good, you yeah, I got these two people on camera in case they abduct my daughter. You think like this when <laughs> yes. you're on the phone with me? Well, when you when you're shopping by yourself and you say, Oh, I made two friends and you and you say hi and you and I'm like, Okay, I got them in the store. They weren't like friends. They were just people that were like chiming in on my shopping. Okay. But my mind goes to their being friendly because they want something from you. They're going to abduct me. Yeah. So I've always been anxious. I used to sit at, um, when I used to, cause I'm the oldest, I'm the oldest of all my cousins mm-hmm. and siblings. So I'm the oldest child. And, um, when I would be, when I would babysit, I would sit at the table. I remember I would sit at the kitchen table because from the kitchen table, I could see the left entrance of the door. I don't, I don't know if you remember at Nana and, and grandpa's old house and I could see the kitchen entrance. So I could see both entrances. If I sat at this one area at the kitchen table and I would sit there with a knife <laughs> while the kids were playing in the back and stuff. And I would just sit there with my book or whatever it's I was like doing when you're at a restaurant. Do you have to sit like facing an exit door when you're at a restaurant? I don't now, but your dad is always, your dad likes to sit facing. I have friends like that, that are like, I have to be the ones in the seat that is facing the exit just so in case anyone comes in. I'm like, that is crazy that people think like that. I you know. have to sit somewhere where you can, they're like, they're so paranoid. Yeah. Well, and now, and not so much because of shootings and stuff, but like fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have to sit, like if we go like in a movie theater, I want, I look, the first place I look for is the exits. Oh. Where's the exit? How am I gonna I get, get so scared about movie theaters too? Just with that whole that shooting, that like gives me chills. Yeah, like that movie theaters honestly scare me too. That's the only time I actually think the about one that like happened I'm like, in Colorado. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time I really think that I'm like okay, like where can I go if something was supposed to happen? Something happened. Yeah. Well, I've always been like that, and so my anxiety got really bad when I had you. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. <laughs> my whole family knows. So to help manage my anxiety, I just started researching and mm-hmm. checking out books. And I found this book that kind of helps to not get rid of it and not eliminate it. Cause I don't think that's possible. I think that's something that's with you, yeah. but help to manage it and help to explain it. And so that's why I got this book, which I really love and you need to read it. I know I should. Okay. Read like a chapter. <laughs> So I got this book called The Gift of Fear. It's by Gavin DeBecker. And he talks about, um, I cut my glasses. He talks about the signals that our body gives us. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot in this book. I mean, there's, I'm only going to talk about the, like the, the signals that our body gives us. So perfect example, when you move into a new place, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you moved in here, um, at first you can't sleep at night because you're hearing all the the new sounds, right? Yeah. Well, eventually you get to you get to um, recognize. Oh, that's the refrigerator. Yeah, oh, that's the right. air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Or that's just the creaking of the house. Or that's the bathroom plumbing. So eventually, after about a couple of weeks, your your brain recognizes those sounds, mm-hmm. and it doesn't wake you up anymore. Yeah. But I can be dead asleep in the middle of the night and hear a sound and be why I can be in the middle of a dream. That's insane. And to it's me. it's because your body sends you signals um to keep you safe. So let me let me show you. So I have this book. So I kind of take off my glasses because I have my readers on. So he has in his in his book he says that your intuition, which is that's your intuition, mm-hmm. 
it's always in response to something mm-hmm. and it always has your best interest at heart. So I thought I would talk about um, our intuition mm-hmm. and if we had any instances that, um, that, that, like, that served you well. Have you had anything like that? Like a, a gut feeling, which remember. is always going to be a gut feeling. Well, not always. There's like, he, in his book, he had lists like about a couple of things. Mm-hmm. The biggest one is that gut feeling, just that oh, something gosh. is not right. You know, I do, I think of a time when I was at Oso. Um, I worked at this brewery in downtown and I remember it was super late at night because we closed at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like we have a two story. So at the time, like all of my managers were up at top. They were all doing the money at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And I remember them asking me like, oh, do you want us to walk you out? And I was like, no, like it's fine. Like it's not a big deal. Like I grew up in that area. So I know the area. I was comfortable with it. And I've literally worked so many nights there before um and I start walking down like I walk and once you um exit the building door it locks behind you so you can't get back in the building when it locks and you're out yes so I walk out and right away I'm like I don't know why but I got this like feeling and I was like that like someone was like following me and so I keep walking whatever and I like keep kind of turning my head to see like you know what's around me like I'm never really on my phone because you taught me not to be on my phone and I just felt so off and I'm walking and I notice that there's someone behind me walking and I'm like okay like I'm just thinking like okay maybe this is another person that's going to like because there's a bunch of bars around there you know people are walking there all the time but I could tell that person was following me and so it was kind of like not right behind me but like I could just see them like in your peripheral yeah they were just like somewhere around me and I could just tell they're fine so I decided to turn back around because I still had like quite a while to walk to my car and I'm walking back to my car and that person kind of starts still following me in the direction that I'm going and so I like start to panic and I'm like oh my gosh like and as soon as I start to get yeah yeah. and as soon as I get um close entrance the other co-workers walk out so it was two guys that were I was also working with and they walk out as well and then so I meet with them and as soon as I reconnected with them I don't know where the person went but they started walking away and I was like oh my gosh like I was like and I don't know if it was just like me over analyzing no, it no it's not or what but I was just like in that moment I was like I need to turn back around like I didn't want to keep walking where I was going yes. I just turned back around and decided to go back to where I was that is no and that's what he talks about in his book don't poo poo your feelings that's my he didn't say don't poo poo your feelings <laughs> <laughs> Gavin DeBecker did not say don't poo poo your feelings that's mommy <laughs> that's me but he says that your body will send you signals that it's like in that, danger that, that it's in danger. So what's hold on. Let me see if I can find them. Like sp- okay. So these are the messengers of intuition, just a nagging feeling, persistent thoughts, um, anxiety, a hunch, a gut feeling, doubt, hesitation, suspicion, apprehension, and fear. So the fact that you felt something was off yeah. means but something. But it's right away, too. Like, right when I yes. walked outside, I felt that way. Yes. And it's right. I think you should trust your feelings, you know? Yes. The, the biggest thing is fear. If you fear. If you feel something's off, then something's off. And he talks about... Um, he talks about, like, cause when, you, when you sent me that picture um, where you were with those ladies in the store, mm-hmm. um, he talks about... I've told you before about people that are really charming. Yeah. And that are people that are really nice. Ted Bundy. Yes, Ted Bundy was super charming. But he, one good thing that he said is think of charm um, as a verb. 
So not a trait. Mm-hmm. So if you consciously, con- consciously, conscious, consciously, 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 conscious, consciously. Is that the way you say it? Yes. Now you're trying to make, now you're making me overthink it. Okay. Con- consciously. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I did. If you conscious, anyway, if you tell yourself this person is trying to charm me, mm-hmm. why? Then you'll be more alert instead of like, oh, he's so nice. How do you know if they're just being? Well, they could be. Friend. Like those people were genuinely. It was a mom and her daughter. Oh, oh no, I know, and I'm not really saying like that, but but like that's the my, first place your head goes to. Yes, though. that's the first place my my head goes to. Mm-hmm. Like I have another story of mine was um, the whole van thing. You know, how everyone gets freaked out by the whole van. Oh my god, yes, the vans are terrified. Remind me, I have a van story to tell me yours first. So I was um I was going to work not at my brewery job, but my newest job that I have, and we have a parking garage which we have to go down the parking garage because we can't park up on the top locks that's for the customers uh-huh. so it's a park in this parking garage we take the elevator up and then you know we we're at the top floor and we kind of like a little walk to our job yes. but i am got to work early so i'm in the parking garage i always lock my doors um i don't like parking garages i, I, I don't like them either garages. they're terrifying but i was sitting in my uh parking spot and all of a sudden a van pulls like right up next to me but it has all of its windows like blocked out and like on like the side, a van that you see in the movies it was like a like a killer van like you see the oh van and you're like this van's gonna abduct me but <laughs> i was like you know it's just probably a van whatever i'm trying to think much of it but then all of a sudden i like kind of looked i don't want to be obvious so i kind of like kind of glanced on the side but the window's rolling up but the window's covered so like as the window's rolling up it's like blacking out like Almost like he had his window down at first, and then he's rolling the window up, but the window is like covered on the side, so you, so can't, you can't see. see in? You can't see who's on like in the pat in the driver's seat. What the hell? So I'm like, hmm. I was like, I were don't... you gonna you're, were you gonna get? Out I of had the to car? go to work still, so oh. I, I got there early. I was sitting in my in my car, like you know, on my phone, just not wanting to go to work early, and I'm like. I have to get out of this car at some point. And were go- they on your driver's side or were they on the passenger side? They weren't on my side. They were on the passenger side. Which is still scary. Which is still scary. So I was like, hmm. And I like kind of sit there for a little bit. I clearly can't see who the driver is because I looked too late while they were rolling up the window. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to move. So I was like, I'm not going to get out. So I drive up to the parking. Good for you. The top of the parking lot. And I told my boss, I was like, hey, like, I didn't park in the parking garage. Like, I didn't feel safe. I parked up top. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Whatever. And then later, like a week later, someone got abducted from Scottsdale. Yeah. Shut mm-hmm. up. There was a girl that tried to get up that almost got abducted from not my parking garage, but the, we have another parking garage that's like two blocks up. And it was, uh, she almost got abducted. Yeah. But oh she got away. God. Mm-hmm. So for that first, uh, like, the, we did it for like two weeks where our managers were forced to walk uh, walk us to our cars. Yeah. So or they forced you to walk. walk yeah. They them. like, we, yeah. they had to walk with us to our yeah. cars um, to make sure we got there safe. And even still now, they still like be like, hey, do you want to walk to your car? And then um, they'll walk us if we want. And usually we walk out with girlfriends. So it's fine. You can still get abducted with your girlfriend, but. Always listen to that feeling. Don't. Yeah. Like your gut instinct. Don't poo-poo your feelings. Don't poo-poo your feelings. Your body will tell you when something's wrong. There's a story in the book, too, where he talks about, like, because you said um, (coughs) when that guy was walking, (coughs) uh, she she had gotten assaulted. um, And and the detective said, did you notice anything? Did you see anything? Mm -hmm. And people right at first will say, no, no, I didn't. They seem like such a nice person, Bob. But then when they stop and think about it she remembers sitting in her car 
and not really taking notice of it, but noticing something in her peripheral vision oh, that gosh. wasn't there, and it was that guy. What? So, yeah. Wait, she almost got abducted? No, she, she got assaulted. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then she was like, he just seemed really nice, and, and you know, because I think he had asked her for help. That's terrible. And a man's never, that's like, like with children. A, an adult is never going to ask a child, a child for, help. for help. And yeah. a man is not going to go ask a woman for help because you just don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. So, um, but I was going to say, your van story, this just happened last year, and I'm sure there was nothing about it. But so when I, I think worked, I remember you calling me and telling me this. Yes, story. I even think I even might have sent you guys a picture. You did send a picture. I did send a picture. So I went into this store, um, and it was an empty parking lot. I went on my lunch. I worked um, downtown, and so um, it wasn't the best part of town. Mm-hmm. And there, there was this restaurant supply store right next to yeah. my work, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go check it out because I've heard that those places have really good deals." Anyway, so nobody in the parking lot. I park in the middle because I like to be open. I don't like to be crowded in. So I park mm-hmm. right in the middle. There was absolutely nobody around me. I come out and there's a white van parked right next um, to your right car? next to my driver's side. What? Yes. There's no no well, there's like a thousand spaces. There's a thousand open spaces. It's like the treadmill thing where like someone comes to like literally <laughs> run next to the treadmill and you're like, and why? You're like, really? I know. <laughs> like you couldn't have just picked any other spot. <laughs> I know I hate when people do that. <laughs> but no, they literally parked right next to my driver's side door where I had to walk in between the van where their sliding door was. And my door. That's and I, terrifying. And I walked out and I'm standing there <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. You're like, hmm. <laughs> and I'm like. I could take the chance of death or I could walk back inside. No, I, I didn't walk back inside because. What'd you do? So I, I stood there and I made, I, I walked really wide. So I walked, I walked kind of make a, like, like you're returning. I made like a wide. Like, in, like you're going in front of your car. Uh, like, well, behind it. Oh, okay. But I was like, so I'm standing behind Probably like in the next aisle, yeah. looking and thinking, do I want to get in the car <laughs> or do I want to go back inside or should I just walk? Because my work was like right there. I could have just walked Walking across the parking seems lot. even more dangerous. <laughs> well, no, because I'm out in the open. I could run. In that part of town? Absolutely not. <laughs> I could run if I needed to. Yes, but you should have just walked back inside. No. So what I did is like, you know what? I'm not fucking getting in this. No, no, not today, not today. So, so then I went and got into oh, my passenger yeah. side because there was nobody parked on the passenger side, and the whole time I'm looking around, so making like nobody locked your car, open the door, locked yeah. it, so they couldn't so get in the other the side. The whole time I'm giving the eyeball to this van. I'm like, if I see that freaking door, you're sprinting. <laughs> I'm looking at that door handle, thinking if I even see a little movement in that you van, bolting I, into the- <laughs> I'm running. <laughs> I'm running. I don't care if I look like an idiot. I'm running. And so, yeah, so I made like a wide, like a wide turn Mm -hmm. and I, and I walked right straight towards my uh, passenger side door, opened it, locked it, and then sat there and jumped over the, yeah. Yeah. So then I got, jumped over the gear shift and everything and I sat there and I'm looking at the car and it it was, there could have been somebody in the the freaking door. Yeah. Fucking asshole. I feel like people that drive vans sometimes. Why do they do that? That was an asshole move. That person was probably just trying to fuck with you. So your intuition, these feelings, they don't have to only happen when we're walking home uh-huh. at night in a parking garage, <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> She's giving me a look. So, I mean, if you start listening, you know, these small <laughs> nagging feelings, 
it's like a mental muscle. You know, you go to the gym and you work out mm-hmm. and at first you're only lifting like the two pound weights. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're lifting the 10 pound and the 15 pound and the 30 pound weights. How much can you lift by the way? A lot. A lot. Just kidding. She's pretty buff. I like to think I'm strong. Yeah. So the more that we recognize even just the small, simple signs that our body is telling us that something's not right, then, you know, we'll become stronger and we'll be able to recognize those feelings and those signals all the time. Mm-hmm. Other time where um, I actually listened to my intuition and I, I'm glad that I did was when you were little mm-hmm. and I was taking you to bed and no, this is in our second house. Um, and we had a, a huge scorpion problem. We kept seeing scorpions. I was terrified of you getting bit yeah. because your cousin had gotten bit and had seizures. And then she had to go to the hospital. Oh, yes. And so I remember I'm walking, um, you to the room and I was going to lay you down in the crib. And I just had this feeling, pull back the blanket because back then we could sell blankets and bumpers and pillows in the cribs and stuff yeah. because now they don't have. They have Anything sheetless mattresses. Yeah. Because they can they suffocate, suffocate. Yeah. But something just told me, I just, I remember I was going to put you down and I just paused for a second. It was weird. It was like I just stopped mm-hmm. and I got the feeling, pull back the blanket. So I pulled back the blanket and there was a freaking little scorpion. Really? Aren't those it ones was, supposed to hurt the, the back? The little ones are the worst. Really? Yes. The little ones are the worst. The big ones. How about you even see it in the blanket? I don't know. Well, you have a nightlight. And I just, I saw something move. And so then, um, I don't even think we had cell phones. And so I turned on the light and there was a little scorpion scurrying off. And oh. if I would have bit you, it would have been horrible. Yeah. You would have tucked me in with the scorpion. Yes. And I sat on a scorpion once and it hurts. I've never been stung by a scorpion. Knock on wood. No, it hurts. And so that was probably the only other time. And now that you're traveling, I just want you to be aware as Gavin DeBecker says in his book, niceness does not always equal goodness. Funny now that you mention it because last time I um, went to the same place that I'm going to this weekend, I was in line like waiting to get packed like, um, what is it, baggage check. And I usually don't talk to anyone, but there's this man behind me and he started talking to me. And he was just like asking me like where I'm going and who I am. And, red like, flag, red flag. I know. But I was, like, telling him where I was going and oh who I'm going to go see and, like... Oh, my God. And then I think I actually gave him my number and I was, Oh, like, my God! <laughs> Why? I know. And then after texted me, like, right before my flight, I was like, hope you have a good flight. And I was like, I don't know why I just did that. Why? Yeah. You might know. as well have said... Here's where I'm staying. Here's my social security. This is, no, this is where I'm going to be alone. And here's my phone number. Do you want to track my location? So you can just bring your your serial killer van to my. That's why I'm trying to be more (sighs) assertive. I'm trying to be more like, I don't want to say you're like a bitch, but I'm trying to come off like less. Just be assertive. Yeah. No, you're not. You just have to be assertive. Somebody says hello. Do you say hello? You don't have to offer them any information, like your phone number and where I mean, you're he staying gave me and how long. personal information too, so it's not like I was just spilling out my whole life to him. He's like, no, telling me uh, what he does for work, and I know. Now that I'm looking back on it, probably wasn't the. You know what? Thing. You're not going. You just need to stay home, or I will go with you. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and totally not. ruin your vacation. <laughs> well, now I'm stressed out. Don't be stressed. Uh, I might have my headphones in so no one talks to me. You can be cordial in different situations, especially if somebody's coming up to you. But mm-hmm. a man who doesn't have ill intentions is going to recognize that you don't want to talk. So you can say, oh, hello. 
and that's it. Yeah. You know, but somebody who ignores those social cues and is probing for information, probing, 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 (laughs) (laughs) somebody who's probing for more information, that should be like a red a warning sign, oh, but gosh, it's like the worst. People can't get a hint, and you're just like, oh my god. Yeah, so let me just tell you where I'm staying, and oh my god, yeah, stress me out, girlfriend. I think I thought it was cute. I think that's what it was. But yeah, anyways, I'm taking deep breaths, deep breaths. Anyways, and anyways, you wonder anyways. why I'm stressed out. And I have gray hair. That's scary, yeah, girlfriend. I know, girlfriend, I think I like to wish the best for no everyone. I know it's sad. No, it's that is how people get kidnapped. That is how people get sex trafficked. That is how people I die. I like, blocked his number like later that day. I was like, eh, I'll just delete him. He's gone. I mean, not all people are bad, and I don't want you to live in a world where, where, you know, you're always like on your guard because I don't think that's a healthy way to live. But just be aware. Doesn't trust your gut. Like trust it doesn't even have gut. to do with like you know being abducted it has to do with like whether you're going on a date and you're like you're really not wanting to go on this date you're kind of forcing this date or you're just not wanting to go out to hang out with your friends for some reason you're like i don't really want to go like i don't want to go i would rather stay home and do this like then don't go it's okay you're the one that told me like it's okay to say no like if you don't want to go do something don't do it and if you'd rather just stay at home or you just don't feel like doing that then doesn't sound interesting then stay home yes there's nothing wrong i'm telling you it's okay to be selfish Mm -hmm. and that's what i've learned oh that's what i've learned as getting older too yeah it's okay to be selfish it's okay to say no it's okay to not be polite don't be an ass or be rude yeah but a lot of times as women we're like you go along with something because you don't want to you don't want to come off as being rude yeah you don't want to come off as being a bitch yeah well, thank you guys for listening to us. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Intro to Adulting Pod. We welcome all emails. If you want to reach out to us, it's Intro to Adulting Pod at gmail.com. Um, if you have any times where you trusted your intuition or even just any crazy story that you want to tell us, we want to hear it. Um, I, do we have a website now? Oh, I put that on the note. Um, so we, I, I'm trying to get a website up. I think it would just be better. I figure we could just go big. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to do this, we could go big and have just a website. So I started to, um, to create that, but it's not up yet. It should be up by the next week. Okay. And I just, and if it doesn't go big, then that's okay. I, I enjoy our time and talking and yeah. I look forward to our little conversations. And this would be something that we'd be talking about anyway, you know, because... Mm-hmm. You're going to be traveling and I would, you know, I wanted you to be safe. So, and you can listen to all my wisdom my when I'm wisdom. dead. <laughs> listen know. to replays of your, you got a long way to go, girlfriend. I know. I know. I'm planning on live, living to a hundred. So. Yes. You got a but long yes, way to go. Send us an email. If you had a similar story, we can read it on the next episode. That'd be mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah. To see if anybody else has any stories of intuition or. You know, we love Crime Junkie and, like, all those murder podcasts. Oh, my so. gosh, yes. I Shout out to Crime Junkie. I love Crime Junkie. Um, <laughs> but share, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review, and we will talk to you guys next week. Yes, Thank and you hopefully guys we have so a story. Bye. Thank you. Bye.